This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5. Here on Monday, October 28th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Bill Bank Green. Ohio State continues to look like a juggernaut bank. I mean, it's just uh, one week after another. They continue to exceed expectations, if that's possible. Uh, Wisconsin, they, they come into the Wisconsin game favored by 14. They blow the doors off the Badgers 38-7. to I mean, 38-7 to is extremely impressive. The thing is, it would have been a lot worse than that if not for the rain. Yeah, they uh, they were a little tentative early, and I think it was getting adjusted to the weather. And um, they do seem to kind of probe a little bit in the first quarter, and then they find their stuff. You know, they didn't this this week in the second quarter, but man, the third quarter, fourth quarter, they just destroyed that team. Yeah, no, doubt. and even the second quarter, ten nothing, they took control of the game. At least at halftime, I was feeling really good because you're up two scores on Wisconsin, you're feeling really good. Then, of course, Wisconsin scores to make it 10-7 to start the second half. It's like, ah, and there's some more nervous moments, and then the Buckeyes just completely steamrolled them from that point. Um, I mean, I you know, I, I had high expectations coming into this game. I had the Buckeyes winning 38-17. My, my uh, expectations were not high enough. They just, again, this game could have been like 50-something to nothing, and maybe 59 to nothing just to pull a, a random score out if, yeah. uh, if, it wasn't for the, if it wasn't for the rainy conditions. Yeah, it was a great game. I mean, you, you like to see teams play a little bit under some stress. You know, you don't want to, you know, go into the playoffs after, or even go into the Penn State game. You hate to go in there without being tested a little bit and having to respond to a little bit of pressure, a little bit of stress, you know. And I thought the drive before the half was a drive that they really needed to have. And that was a championship drive to me, to go down – put that thing in the end zone, get that lead from 3 nothing to 10 nothing, which was huge in this type of game. You could see Wisconsin wasn't going to score much. But, you, you know, you don't want to be in a 3 nothing game getting late. So that was a huge drive. And then I, I really, really liked um, the drive after the block punt and the score, 10-7, you know, a little bit of momentum over to the Wisconsin side, and they just drove right down the field and got that lead right back to 10 and that sort of was a signal, I think, that, you know, we're better than you. And you scored on a miracle. We've just driven the length of the field twice in a row, made a bunch of third down plays, made a bunch of key throws, big runs. You know, your touchdown was really a gift. So, And, and that was the exclamation point to me was the drive after the block punt. I mean, that game was over at that point. It was just a question of what the score was going to be, but there was no doubt who was going to win the game. And – you know, these are the kind of performances you're going to have to have to win a title. The games against Rutgers and Maryland are fun to watch. 
get a lot of yuck yucks and you know school records and all that. But the game last week, I mean, that's where you build your championship medal. That's where you cement your team as you know a team that can go line up and play Clemson in a four quarter game that where you're going to have to make plays under duress. So I I thought it was you know a check off another box. I want to talk about J.K. Dobbins. You know, entering the season, I thought he was really good, but I thought he was not elite. Um, I have to eat my words on that. He certainly is playing elite. Uh, you know, no better example than when he takes that Wisconsin linebacker and just stiff arms him to the ground on, on his way to a long run. I mean, that is as impressive as a run as you're going to see. And you know, even Ryan Day talked about entering the year bank that, that Dobbins needed to play better. But uh, my gosh, is J.K. Dobbins? I don't know if, if proving his naysayers wrong as because I wasn't I wasn't like a naysayer I just was I didn't think he was elite but I was wrong about that he is definitely playing elite well the naysayers were right I mean he wasn't very good last year I mean his coach will tell you that and I think if JK is being obvious JK will tell you he wasn't very good last year so that's kind of what I wrote going into the season is Ohio State going to get freshman Dobbins who was really really good or are they going to get sophomore Dobbins who was really really average um well, they've gotten NFL early entry Dobbins this year, and that's, you know, that's a huge key. You know, uh, the people that doubted him going into this year had, had reason to be. His coach doubted him. Um, so he's playing great. And, you know, props to him. And, and like I said, I, I think one of the strengths of this team, uh, of this coaching staff, is the fact, Dave, if you t- pull that roster out and, and start at the top all the way down to the bottom, 180, or go through your one through 85, how many of these guys are right now playing their best football of their careers? You're going to see it's, it's the bulk of this roster. Like, who would you say right now is having an off year or underachieving? Very, very few. How many guys are having their absolute best years of their careers? And it's almost everybody. And that is probably the, the real strength and the real testament of what this, you know, pretty much a new coaching staff, this is probably their greatest strength is they have their guys, each position group, each coach has their guys playing their best football. And that's, you know, when you have a, a, a team that's been recruited by Urban Meyer where talent is not a question and then the talent is playing at their highest level, well, you're going to be hard to beat. I know you pay very close attention to the offensive line. What are you seeing from this Buckeye offensive line through eight games? Well, as run blockers, they're just road graders. I mean, they're they're mashing people. Um, pass protection has, has been good, but there was some leakage the other day. Um, and I know people seem to think that Justin held the ball too long, and, and there were instances of that. But five sacks, and there could have been three other sacks, but Justin's athleticism and his strength, he just – he yep. just ran out of sacks, but, you know, those could have been sacks. So it's it's too many. You know, that's a little leakage there, and it's good. It's good to have something to work on this week. It's good to be able to get after people a little bit. You know, I don't think that hurts to get people's attention, so there's no complacency. Um, but in terms of run blocking, this O-line, they just murder people. I mean, it is – some of these holes are unbelievable. I mean, and J.K.'s playing great. And he deserves a lot of credit, but my gosh, some of these holes are really, really wide. So, you know, it's all come together for this team, you know, and I I still think the offensive line is the key to this offense. And like I say, get that leakage cleaned up. You know, they've got something to work on. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's alarming, but I think it's, 
you know, I, I think it has Ryan Day's attention. Chase Young is uh, in the midst of leaving a serious legacy, up to 13 and a half sacks on the season. He's a half sack away from the school record. Vernon Golston set that in 2007, tied the school record with four sacks against Wisconsin. Um, you know, I mean, it's just I'm not going to sit here and act like I, I've rated every defensive player in Ohio State history. But you know, the question is being brought up. I'm just curious to, to get your take on this. Um, you know, will Chase Young be mentioned as? You know, one of the best players, if not the best player, defensive player in Ohio State history, you think, when it's all said and done? He's up there. I mean, he, he definitely is up there, and um, he's got a long way to go. I mean, you know, you really cement your legacy at Ohio State. You know, people still talk about the game Jack Tatum had against Purdue, and I think that was 1967 or 68. I mean, and people still talk about that, where he took on – he took a Heisman Trophy candidate in Leroy Keyes and just destroyed him. Well, you know, you don't – cement your legacy, you know, against Miami of Ohio and Indiana. Um, Chase Young, if he dominates Penn State, dominates Michigan, goes into the playoffs and dominates there, I mean, he probably will be looked at as the greatest defensive player in Ohio State history. I mean, the stats don't lie, and this guy gets a lot of attention too. So he's not sneaking up on anyone. Everybody knows who he is. He's just a great player. You know, if you watched NFL yesterday and you saw both Boses, you know, playing great. And, and I think Chase has more physical ability than either of the Boses. He's more athletic. He's taller, longer. I think he's faster in the 40 time. So he can still get a lot better. I don't think he's even close to where, he, where he's going to be. He is not physically matured yet totally. He's still just a junior. You know, so – he deserves all the accolades he's getting. I mean, and if he finishes this year the same way he's played up to this point, then he's going to go down as one of, if not the greatest defensive player in Ohio State history. It's so much fun to watch. And, he, you know, it, he's such a good kid from a great family. It's just uh, uh, it's so much fun to watch him play football. Um, this team, as well as they're playing, as loaded as they are in talent, as well coached as they are, you know, I I am never a national championship or bus guy. Bank, I just, it's just so much has to has to go your way to win the national championship. In addition to the, everything Ohio State has going for them right now, but are we in a position after eight games, four regular season games left, and whatever ever happens in the postseason? Are we right now, in your opinion, in a situation where if they don't win the national title, we're going to look at this as a disappointing season? I never look at it that way, but I know I know I'm like in the minority of how people look at things. I mean. I don't know how old you are, you know, but my guess I'm is... I'm 21. I'm 21. Yeah. No, yeah, no, my guess no, is not. you've watched you've watched a lot of football at Ohio State. And yep. if you're a champ, championship or bust guy, that means that you've had two happy years and you've had 40 miserable <laughs> years. Well, if that's the way you right. look at it, I, I think you should follow follow rock bands or something or you know, some some where your team will win every week. You know, I never have looked at it that way. Um, it does tease you, you know. I, I understand fans feeling that way. I really feel I, – I get it. But, you know, if, if you're a championship or bust, you are setting yourself up to have a very, very unhappy sports life. You know, trust me. You know, uh, Ohio State's elite, and right now they're in a great run, and they're getting one every – 10 years or so. So, you know, I think it's a horrible way to look at things, but Hey, people got to look at things the way they want to look at it. Um, you know, I, 
I get the expectations, but boy, I mean, just enjoy the games. I mean, my God, because when these games are over, man, you know, in, in January, they don't strap it up again until next August. So, you know, I just love college football and I love watching every week and appreciate every week. So, yeah, I, I think the championship or bust guy really sets himself up to be pretty unhappy most of the time. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I'm definitely a Big Ten championship or bust this year, you know, and but now I just can't get to national championship or bust. You know, if they, you know, no. I just, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's just there's a reason Ohio State's been fantastic, and there's a reason they've won three national championships since 1968, including 68. So, um, yeah, I, I again, even eight games into the season, it's just uh, it looks good, but can't get to national championship or bust quite yet. All right, last thing, uh, my weekly question for you. <laughs> what is up with running back recruiting for the 2020 class? Any uh, any new movement you can share, anything, anything good about the Buckeyes with 2020 running back recruiting? Well, Mayan Williams is actually scheduled to visit. Um, you know, it's not tomorrow, but it's coming. You know, he's coming for the Penn State game. So, you know, I, I don't know if he's walking from his house and it's going to take that long to get to Ohio, but – um, you know, hey, getting him to come is uh, is a big thing, you know, because that's been kind of tough, which is hard to believe when you see these kids visiting from Washington State and Florida and Texas, and this guy lives in Cincinnati and just can't seem to get there. But I do think once he shows with his mother and they go through the whole presentation, real-life Wednesdays, show what they've done for J.K. Dobbins, just everything, the totality of what Ohio State can offer a kid who lives an hour and a half away, I think he's going to flip. I have a crystal ball pick on mine, Williams. I'm not changing it. Um, but, boy, this is, you know, you know, he's not running up there to take that offer. I, I, I can tell you that. Jameer Gibbs, I wouldn't give up on it yet. I know everybody freaked out when he got that Alabama offer. I'm not sure Alabama would take him. And I'm not 100% sure that he would automatically go to Alabama. Let that one play out. Um, he's another one. He is coming for a visit and let it play out before you freak out on Jameer Gibbs. And if they walk out of here with mine, Williams, and Jameer Gibbs, I think they would be happy. I think they would consider that salvaging, you know, what has looked like, you know, a pretty rough situation. I don't have E.J. Smith in the picture. I don't have Mike Drennan in the picture. Um, I don't have Kevontre Bradford in the picture. I don't see any of the big-time names flipping. I think right now you focus on mine, Williams, and Jamar Gibbs, and I think that's where they're at. And um, you got to wait till signing day to to really freak out. So let it play out. And I think if they walk out of here with Mayan and and Gibbs, I think people would feel pretty good about that. Great stuff, as always, from Bill Bank Green. Really appreciate it, Bank. And appreciate all the listeners out there for tuning into the show. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's try that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 